sunny South Florida, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the breakfast at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. Take a deep breath and a good whiff of that coffee brewing. Grab yourself some toast, a donut, or any breakfast as Dawn and Freddie get you up and ready for the rest of the day. So call in at 888-565-1470 to share a tip of the day or just to say good morning. Shake off your sleepies, buckle in, because it's showtime. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cafe Morning Show. Now, we're going to change things up a little bit today yeah. and from now on. Okay. Because I'm tired of doom and gloom in the morning. Oh, thank you. My partner here, oh. she's a doom and gloomer. I'm tired <laughs> of the doom and gloomings. Really? It's me. It's you. Uh-huh. It's all you. Good morning so, to you. So, good morning to you. In, when I was growing up, there was something called the zoo in the morning. And I think that Y100 still does it. Um, I know Howard does it, but he doesn't have pay-per-view. And because this is free, we have to watch our language or what have you. But I want to do where your bagel meets my laughter. It's all about the comedy. I was wondering what your bagel was going to meet. I was wondering what the next part of that was going to be. Your bagel meets my... Laughter. Cream cheese. No. Laughter. Your bagel meets my laughter. Okay. So we're going to have some added additions to the morning show. Now, people are telling me, yeah, but it's not a morning show. I said, let me tell you something. When you get your show, you call it whatever you want. Me, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, still the morning. Who says it's not the morning at 9 o'clock? People say that morning shows go from 6 to 9. Well, I got big news for you. I got to tell you, I'm very excited. Do you know how you know? This is not a joke. This is true. Do you know how you know when your city is reopening? How do you know? When you drive by your first Starbucks and you see six cars in front of it. And that is what happened this morning. So, yes. And there were only six, which means they're only at a small capacity. They weren't packed out. There was a big sign, and there were people actually in front of Starbucks, right on Glades Road. Apparently, you have not... Um, I don't venture out much. No, that is correct. I, apparently, you don't go to Starbucks much. I do not. I they haven't been open. every day. Well, at least the one on Glades Road on my way here has not been open. So today, the cars were back there. I got a brand new one next to my house, and Linda is a first responder, and they've been giving free coffee to first responders. So I get Starbucks every day. Good for you. I should go and talk to them. I, I drink so much Starbucks, I ooze the Starbucks-ness. Nice. Well, happy Monday to you. Well, happy Monday. But anyway, I want to introduce... I want them to introduce themselves because every crew, every zoo... Has a crew? Every zoo has animals, right? <laughs> and you go to the zoo and you feed the elephants, the giraffes, the hippopotamus, the rhinoceroses. Yes. yes, yes. So we have crew members. And the way this is going to work is as our producers come into the show, they're not even going to know because Callum will be here any minute. Mm-hmm. They are going to grab a mic and they're going to be part of the show, the zoo. The zoo, the morning zoo. The morning zoo. I'm going to lay out some, some tidbits, some things that I have occurred to me. And then we're going to talk about it. Uh, I hope you're prepared because this could be quite scary because I have no idea what's on this man's agenda. But happy Monday, everyone. Give us a call. 888-994-4995. Join into our crazy. Okay, so let's start there. Teddy, are we set up for, for, for phone calls? So, you got to oh. talk into your mic, see? Already it begins. We're letting Tim breathe. No, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, we're set up. Wow, All that's right, wild. so what's the phone number? 888-994-4995. Join our zoo. It is Monday. We are back. Everything is opening. You guys feel the energy. You got to change it up. It is time to go. Time to move it up. 
What do you say? Moving on up, Weezy? It's time to grow Weezy, and go. Weezy, Weezy, we're moving on up. It's trying to grow and go. And if you have a business and you want to call in, call in and let us know that you're opening and a little bit about who you are, what you're doing. Do you know that I sent out, thanks to Valerie, I sent out a ton of mails to every business from City Marketplace to everybody that in my That was a great email, actually. It was good. Got a couple more. I have a couple more places I wanted to send that to, and I did not want you to have to work this weekend, so I forget I would hold until today. But you and I found a lot of restaurants and food trucks yes. that want exposure and some phone calls and some things. So I hope you can clone yourself because, um, Teddy, we're cloning you also. Teddy's well, working on the Kids and Capes piece today. Well, before we get to that, we're going to have some people help you because after yesterday, I see how much time and energy it takes to put those together and the demo sheet and everything else that has to go with it. But... I got certain responses that people are opening up today. Boca's opening up. The beaches are 50%, opening up. 50%. 50%. And 50%. Hey, listen. Anything 50%. right now counts. So let's start with Teddy, a board operator. Teddy, executive director, producer. Teddy, introduce yourself. Hey, you got to turn the mic on. It's on. I don't know what it's doing. There it goes. It's the Hi, I'm Teddy. I'm the board op and one of the producers. Woo. That's right. So Teddy is going to be part of the zoo. Okay. So we're going to throw stuff at Teddy. And with Teddy, we have to be careful because she's doing production at the same time. But we'll make it easy. And then we have the newcomer. We got Valerie, who has not ever gotten a nickname. That's because you can remember her name. Valerie, pick up your microphone. You remember Teddy's yourself. name also. I had to. They're women. <laughs> they beat me up. Pretty much. Pretty much. And Valerie, introduce yourself. Hello. I'm Valerie. Um, I'm a new intern here. And I've been really enjoying my time. Now, the two of you have your own shows. I know that you have Straight Talk, Valerie. Small Talk. Small Talk, Straight Talk. It's small, <laughs> and it's small, airing straight. this morning at 10.30. Is it? Uh-huh. Well, there you have it. So we're going to have some Small Talk from Valerie. And yep. then we have Teddy Unscripted, which is a real funny piece as well, because the way that came about, I still don't know. I don't remember. It comes about as anything else. I think it just came out, and we thought about it, and she did a shears on Wednesdays and Fridays at 10.30, and we got Slick Speaks. Well, let's hear your zoo. Okay. I want to start. First of all, I want to thank Amy Ryshevsky. Isn't this amazing? For this piece of uh, glass behind us, which we're going to find a place for it, but right now it's on the stand. It's probably going to go on this table. I think it fits beautifully. And uh, we are going to be changing the articular arts of the articulateness of the art gallery. In that, okay, fact check number one. Is the word articular even a word? Yes, it is. Don't even and look it up. anything that Make is not right. a word, we're going to start the Freddie Dictionary. That's right. It's all the Freddie-isms, as Pia would say. <laughs> but I want to bring up the first notable fact of the, of the opening, of the reopening of the, what do you want to call it? The opening. Okay. I noticed this morning when I was driving here to the studio, first of all, the amount of cars has quadrupled. From zero to four. From yes. zero to 4,000. Yes. Okay. And then everybody must have been watching the race opening yesterday. You know, for the first time, sports opened up yesterday. The Grand Prix. I don't even know who the guy won because there's nobody, but he won. Um, everybody must have been watching that because they're going 117 miles an hour and circling around me. I know. It's crazy. So what is all that about? It's because it's reopening and people don't know what to do and the mall is open. All these things are open. But I'm kind of excited because Friday, and I'm going to change this up, we had an author come in. I did not get to read the book this weekend because I really wanted to. But she took it with her. But I took it with me in the attempt I would have read it. that I'm going to read it. But what I want to do is I want to give some of these out to our crew members because I want to get book reviews from them because there are so many books and... The fifth one is not even coming out yet. The fifth I want one will the be out book. on the 25th. Freddie gets the second book. 
the Hatsi Tatsi book. I know. They are, um, I posted them actually, this is the first one for better or money. So here's my question of the day, which could get everyone in a lot of trouble. Do you marry for love or do you marry for money? Money. But I'm bum. Money. What? She says, talk into your microphone. This is what keeps, I keep thinking about it. Do you marry for, this is called For Better or Money, a novel by Amy Minty, and she's going to be joining us. But do you marry for love or money? Valerie, what do you marry for? Love. Teddy, what do you marry for? Love. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Say that again. <laughs> I, I think love, that frog is sucking your throat. What'd you say? Love. Okay, do you know what's nice about love? It lasts 15 minutes. I was going to say it changes. <laughs> and after the bills come in, that goes right out the window. Because you can't eat love. But love conquers all, as No, they money say. conquers all. Do you know your money gets, your love gets stronger when the money gets better? The bigger the money, the bigger the love. That's pretty much true. Or more patience. Now, you know, the problem is that this is a society of political correctness. As our president says, he's not politically correct. He's not even presidential. But this is the truth. Now, I know that you have Marnie on today. Not that you didn't like my driving story. I did like your driving story. You have Marnie on today, right? So we're going to be doing, what's it called? Marnievation, Monday Marnievation. Which is about the mental aspect of what's going on around us? Pretty much. I got to see HBO on Saturday night, 8 o'clock, showcase the Joker. The yeah, Joker. What, let me ask you a question. Yeah, we're going to get into it. Why, what is all of that stuff that gonna, you and the boys are posting? I'm going I'm to get into it. Go, go, take it easy. The Joker. Now, anybody here seen the Joker? Valerie, you seen it? Teddy, you seen the Joker? Nope. Which, Absolutely which, not. You, <laughs> have, Absolutely you not haven't seen says. it either, right? Nope. Okay. Remember when the Joker first came out and everybody got afraid because they thought that the entire world was going to go upside down, society was going to start revolting? Yes. In that movie, that's what happens. You have to see the movie. But the movie, the reason that the movie is such an icon is because the thought behind it is amazing. It is what happens to our society when schizophrenia runs away and we don't care. And it isn't about our definition on the outside that do not have, that are not afflicted with it, it is the definition of the person that has it and is still on, on the cusp because he hasn't lost it. At the end, he goes over because nobody cares. Well, guess what? This is the perfect segue to I know that. Marnie. She's but, on the line. But did, well, hold on. Did you know that the Batman, they had stopped production on it because all of the characters, Mr. Freeze, the Joker... The Riddler, all of those are human characteristics about the psyche of man. And it wasn't until they introduced Batman, the Cape Crusader, did they let that out. You can look it up. No, I'm not saying that. I want to ask you then. Tell me the characteristics. Well, the the Joker in this movie was a psychopath. He He would have this disease where he would laugh uncontrollably. And people thought he was being ridiculous. He thought they were being funny. Oh, no, he was truly a psychopath. Well, when he was on the train and he saw an incident of somebody messing around with this woman, he started to laugh uncontrollably and they came over to him and he shot them and killed them. I don't want to tell you the movie. I want you to watch it because HBO is running it. But the object of the game here is that in his world, he tells personalities like um, social workers and people that are there to help him, you don't listen to what I'm telling you. Nobody listens. Nobody cares. 
And those among us that are afflicted with mental disease all rounded up and, and took over the city. The city. Because they all came out and said, it's okay not to be okay. And nobody's listening. Meds have been stopped. You, you don't get your meds because programs are being cut because of money. I mean, all of this, if you look at the film and you look at it carefully, it is re it's a three-hour film. It is carefully planned out. But I still think back when I used to watch Batman and Robin, and I used to watch the Joker, the Riddler, all these guys that they had on the show. And you got to look at the psyche behind each one, each development. And they had to tone it down for TV. You're looking at me like I got three heads. Because they wouldn't let it go on. So Batman was introduced with Robin. It's a lot going on between them two guys. That's another story, but that's another story. But it is. <laughs> is this any is... of this true? Batman and Robin. They had a relationship no, is what you're telling no. me? No, Robin had, had, you know, he was of a different aspect. Back in the day, he couldn't come out. That's what I just asked you. So Batman and Robin had they a... They have a, adopted well, I don't know. Robin. I don't want to say that because I can get sued. I don't know they had a relationship. All I know is that no. Robin was a little bit less masculine than Batman. Batman totally, adopted totally. Robin. What? We Batman, love the Robin. original Robin. I didn't say you had to stop loving Robin. I'm just talking about if you look at the aspect of what happened in the movie The Joker. Okay, you got to look at it, and you got to look at how he went from being not accepted to finding out that he was adopted to finding out, finding out that at the end of the movie, and I don't want to tell you the end of the movie, I was like, wow. But it is such a deep movie about what's going on mentally in this country. That's what it's all about. And tell me about, well, that's the Joker. Tell me about the Riddler. It's another aspect of, of why do we question everything? Why don't we, you gotta understand, the Riddler, the way he, he attacked the good side of life was always with a riddle. Okay, riddle me this. Why are you hanging on a rope underneath riddle a vat of oil? Man. Exactly, but they had to change the delivery. But it's all about what's happening mentally in this country. And, and, I mean, you don't have to take my word for it. I know why they took the Joker out of the theaters. I know it. I know why people were afraid of it. I can see it. Because there's more people that are hiding their depressions, their anger. They're, they're trying to control themselves. I mean, the prisons with serial killers and everything else... I mean, look at it. You know what I watched this weekend, Oh Happiness? Little Women. And because it takes me two days to watch a movie because I fall asleep within the first hour of every movie, no matter what time of day I turn it on, it takes my house two days for me to complete a movie. You know what the first line of that movie is? You know what people want? Hope. There's got to be hope somewhere in there. There's always hope. But I'm, just, I'm not bringing it to depress anybody. I'm just using, <laughs> I'm just using that movie for no, a second. No, because you, you lost this one, and you lost that one, and well, I'm still wondering. Movie. I'm going to ask Marnie, do you marry for love or money? Can't wait to ask Marnie that Let's question. Ask Here it says, for better or money portrays the crazy things humans do when they feel rejected and lonely and the lengths they will go to in the hope of feeling loved and appreciated. It examines the distinction between right and wrong, and the necessary. But I'm going to tell you, that's so, a very strong for statement. For better or money. I know. I mean, I know. I, I don't want I know, to I know, I know, I know. I mean, so. do you? Do you know how deep that goes? You tell me. You're talking about serial killers. You're to 
I'm telling you, you want to go deep. Or for better or money, I'm not talking about no, serial killers. No, you're talking about wanting love, wanting to feel loved. Everyone wants to, to feel loved and appreciate. I'm excited and then we'll that go Marnie, to all to get it. Marnie Goldman is joining us. Good morning, Marnie. Hi guys. How are you hey, doing? I'm doing fantastic, fabulous. Um, I was going to wear my beret, ready, but I figured we got on another morning. Well, oh, that's funny. You saw what happened yeah. yesterday. What happened? You saw what happened yesterday, right? So, <laughs> Gio did his avatar on Facebook. So, Freddie goes and he does his avatar. Freddie looks like a Chinaman from, <laughs> from France. Yes, that avatar looks nothing like you. Nothing like me. Nothing. But then, then when I tried to fix it, I made it worse. So, I had the hat that she's talking about. Because they don't have any other hats, do they? <laughs> and then my eyes are, are like real wide. You guys did the avatar? Right? Did you guys, have you guys done the avatar? I have not done it. Have you done the avatar? No. Right? Teddy, have I'm you done the avatar? No. You're not going to, right, Marnie? No, 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 no. I like our We're in the way we are. But I'm going to tell you, the reason I didn't, Marnie, so do you understand? I got more people telling me to fix it from people I haven't talked to in years. Your avatar is wrong. So I said, what's wrong with it? Your eyes are too far apart. So I said, I know. That's my brother from another mother. <laughs> so all day, I got more attention on it not looking like me than if it had looked like me. It looked me. nothing like you. And you posted it everywhere. That's why when you see the movie The Joker, it changes your perspective on life. I see it has changed his perspective, yes, Marnie. Have you seen this movie? Because apparently he's a little shifted today. I can't believe you're saying that well. I am not shocked because we have so many things in common. That movie, it took me a while to watch it. Uh, two months ago, I sat and watched it, and I have never had a movie go to my core and resonate with the way this actor portrayed it. I sat there afterward and cried, not like terms of endearment or still I know it cried. This was something that went to my core because I felt him. He was misunderstood. He was judged. He was being himself. He couldn't handle his laughter. That was his tick. And the way he was treated, I'm not going to give the story away. My One of the groups I'm in, he said, be careful before you watch it. One of the mental health groups. But I had to. And I never resonated with the character because he just wanted to be happy. He just wanted to be accepted. And he was mocked for that. So for people, when they see there's a stigma with mental health, it's because this poor guy was being himself with a mental health condition and he was teased for it. And that's where loving humanity in this world. Hopefully this pandemic has possibly brought out a lot of that goodness in people and I've seen that. But that movie, Freddie, went to my floor like it did yours. I mean, it was such a movie, but it shows everyone has something and it's okay not to be okay and love people for who they are. We all are different and unique and nobody is better, nobody's different. And this movie truly will, um, it's just, it, it changed my life. It, did. Well, it was one of those. Well, I, I, I just want to, I want to point out, um, right, wrong, and different, whether you like the movie or not, it's not the point. Forget about the movie for a sec. Right, wrong, and different. Because a lot of people aren't going to like the movie. I can tell you that no. right now. It's too dark. It's what people, too, too, too dark. Light, you know, bringing a candle. But the bottom line here to me is society as it is today which is ready, in my opinion, everybody wants to go out. You ever notice everybody went to the beaches and they're standing around. Why? Because they could. 
In Brooklyn, I saw that they put circles in this big park. I am so impressed, like this table. Circles. Everybody got in a circle. Everybody was in a circle. It goes back to my Twister game. I keep telling you, Team, team Twister, Marnie. We're going to put the Twister yes. games up. Blindfolded, Marnie's going to go, okay, Dawn, move your hand up to the right to the red and put your foot to the blue on the bottom and now stand on your nose on the yellow. I mean, something fun. Well, the, the funny thing about what I want to ask you guys is now that people are still paying attention to the circles, what's going to happen when things take a little bit more time to get back? What do you do? Because those circles are going to get real small real fast. What do you do if you can't go to work because somebody got to take care of your kids? It's not like you can go to the park and leave them in circles. I thought you were doing a zoo. I am doing a zoo. I want to get, <laughs> get people's opinion. I thought you were doing a I, zoo. You're I sending wanna, me down the abyss. I want to come up with a plan. I want to come up with a plan. I don't want those people in Washington to come up with a plan. I think that us... There are thousands of people that watch this show. I want to know if Marnie, would you marry for love or money? Oh, well, if you read my book, I did both. But, um, <laughs> I'm going back to my I, question, happy man. What's your exactly. answer? You can only pick one. No, you can pick both. No, you can. Why? Because then, then it wouldn't what? be a question. Here's oh, an you answer. can pick both. Uh, do you like okay. black or white? Both. Then, then it's not a question. I like the scene between the cookies the best. Actually, you I can. was right in the middle of the <laughs> Okay, love or money? Pick one. Here's a great different answer. You love she yourself answer. so much. Yes, love. You gotta love yourself first. And know when you marry for love, it's really love. So when you read my book, it was love in my mind in the beginning, and what it turned out to be, it healed me but it was a different kind of love. But when you love yourself, the right person just falls there and then eventually it will happen. You see? That's my choice. My mom always said it's just as easy to love money, a wealthy person, than a non-wealthy person. That was growing up in my house. Your mother said yeah, that? It's just as easy to fall in love with someone who has money than someone who doesn't. That's not true either. I know that. And, you and, your, know, mother, at, and your mother knows better than but that. But at 20, 18, 20, it sounded really logical. At 50-something, well, maybe not so much. Well, I when think it changes. When you're young and indestructible, you can go through poor. Okay? I know it. Been there, done that. You can go through poor. I don't want to go through poor when I'm got, young got, and indestructible. I'm sorry. <laughs> love and money. Sometimes love is poor. Okay, you, you need somebody. Never for money. Or you pay for it every day. It, it eats you up on the inside. There's nothing more important than love. And well, I'm going to tell you something, honey. I'm going to tell you. Love, marriage, in my world, is a business transaction. Because from the jump street, you got like, yeah. to plan on your wedding, you got to pay for it. You got to get rent together, you got to pay for it. You got to get your car bills together. You got to pay for it. Now, love is going to carry you through that. Okay, love, a unisense. I got it. I, I get that. But when it doesn't work, and you got to do that side hustle. Or you got to do things that, I didn't sign up for this. I love that saying now. I have heard more young people say, I didn't sign up for this. 
having children. I didn't sign up for this. Did you see the video Valerie made of Freddie on Facebook? Yes. With the, the, the man Trump? I thought I was marrying, this loving, tender, touching, and then she turns, the man I really married, he's on a skateboard in the middle of Walmart doing spins, and he's going through <laughs> these blue crazy things, and he's laughing with the baby. It was so you, it was hilarious. But it's true. And, and there's love there, I understand that. Totally. But, but I would rather tell you, how much is love going to cost me today? <laughs> What's love going to cost me today? It might cost you. Valerie, you just got engaged recently, right? Okay, if your fiancé said to you, how much is love going to cost me today, what would you say to him? <laughs> she needs a camera on her. Teddy, are you engaged yet? I am not. If you got engaged today and your, and your fiancé said to you, how much is love going to cost me, what would you tell him? The price of dinner. Now, that, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a bell. The, the price, price is there. Okay. Only love honest woman in the room. Love don't cost a thing. Jalen said it. Really? So they can love you and it don't cost a thing? Don't just love loyalty, laughter, and honesty. That's it. Nothing yeah, about helping you with bills and getting stuff for the kids and stuff for you. None of that matters, right? That's where I'm going to know and I do that myself. So okay. Will you give me some? You give me money? Because I'm an expensive love, baby. I, tell you, I give you all the love in the world, but it costs moolah. You know what happens? She goes, Marnie says, Dawn, walk in this morning. Did you order this? Yes. Did you order that? Yes. We need to get this? Okay. Can we order that? Yes. He's, you know, for a simple man, he's got high price points. I ain't got no high price points. Really? Yeah. I, I'm ordering okay. stuff for the studio. <laughs> and she didn't order it. That's the worst part of it. Moolah. It's Let's all, order this. I went, no. You, you know, it's funny because my, my, I think it was my uncle that told me there's always wheels that make life go. And my father jumped in and says, yeah, but you got to put some grease in them wheels. True that. Otherwise, they don't go. And the yes. grease is the dinero. True that. Marnie, do you think it changes if you were to get remarried now at 50? Do you look for something different than you looked for when you were 20? More money. Oh, my God. We don't have enough time for that, but so a whole different ballgame. New book, new chapter, new everything. We went from ground zero up. Um, yes, everything would be different because I never loved myself until probably yesterday or every day. Since I turned 50 and my book came out, it's been everything changed. And I love myself. The more I settled and allowed myself to put up with, I will never tolerate today. And I am going to um, help a lot of women or share my experiences. And hopefully they as well will be how I feel. It's a world of involving. When you love yourself, the so things you allow to go on, you never do. So you don't put a monetary value to any of this. This is all about love and aspect and more love and more love, right? Laughter and love. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that, but okay, I respect it. But maybe that's because now she's independent and loves herself and well, she can support herself Well, let me ask now. you a question. Is it easier to love a successful woman or not successful woman? You tell us. I'm asking, what do you think? How do you measure success? Success. You love No, business. A bit, no, not that. That's no, 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 no. That's too simple. Is it money? Is it yeah, power? corporate power, running a company, being, being on top of the world. But with that comes. It's like, interesting that you can switch this up to a successful woman, right? Because with that, I know comes so many layers. Because I, I, layers. I live these layers now, right? Mm -hmm. It means 
Your weekends are you're working. Your weekends are even when you're home, you're not really time is emotionally not home. Right. Time is right? not You're yours. always working. You're the laundry a public figure, yeah. The laundry doesn't get done. The cooking doesn't get done. The bed doesn't get made. And you don't even care anymore because you had other things All to do. All of a sudden, your camera angles matter. <laughs> All of a sudden, oh, I got five extra pounds on the camera, the lighting. All of a sudden, you yeah. worry about what corporations think about you when you go into a meeting. Yes. You're pre-selling yourself before you get there. Uh-huh. Is it easier to love you tell me. a successful woman? I think it's oh. much harder. Than loving times. a successful man? Of course. Of course. Okay. I'm going to tell you something about a woman. When she's successful, mm -hmm. she's going to let you know she's successful. She's going to let you know because life is about business. And she can love you from here to the cows come home. But she's going to put business first because that's what got her there. You ever notice that people think that because you're successful, you get noticed? Why is it that the quiet voice is never heard? Why is that? Think about it. The quiet voice is never heard. Ah, now the controversy begins. A successful woman can offer love, companionship, can gather her thoughts because now she's successful, people listening to her. That's why I say money first. Don't. Well, don't. Did you marry for money? Did, no, I married twice for love. <laughs> and how'd that work out? It didn't work out too good. <laughs> I had a different aspect. And, and I was like, like, like Marnie, I said, love will keep us together. I sang the songs. I walked the flowers. I did all of that. But then you got to think about what the definition of love is. What are you loving? Are you loving the con? I know. For me, there's never anything black and white. Are you loving the concept of what this person can bring to you? Are you loving the concept of potentiality at 20? Or are you loving yourself enough to say, I'm, we're going in this as a partnership, no, like a true partnership? You've got to love yourself first. That's the first Here's thing. Here's the thing. This is what's different for me now at 50. I am so in love with my life, my new career, everything that you guys have given me and that I'm doing. So the old me, what if, let's say somebody called, you call it, you call it. Now I am, so, this is my love right here. Anything else? is extra. So when you focus on you and you, everything will fall into place and the right people will come to you because you're only going to attract that. And it's all about falling in love with yourself and you attract what you feel you deserve. When you don't love yourself, that's what you attract. Well, that's the first For thing. My yeah, that's the first thing. You got to love yourself. Now, Teddy, do you love yourself to us, Teddy? Teddy, pick up the mic. Yes. You love yourself? Yeah. Now, you see, to me, what's more important. She does is that the young people, like Valerie, I'm gonna ask you next, do you love yourself? Yes, I do. Okay, that's the most important aspect. Because once you have that, once you have that key ingredient, and, and if I ask you to define that, I don't want you to look at the clouds and say, let me think about that. No, you have to know it, because you gotta live it by feeling it. Once you do that, getting married is simple. If I tell you I'm getting married because of business, I already know I love me. I'm hoping that the person I'm going to marry understands that. But it's a business transaction. I know that the other person wants to live a comfortable life. No, marry me because we're going to live but under the bridge. Don't you think you have to love them at some, for something, or you would could marry anybody for a business transaction? It'd be like not anybody. You have to have a conceptual understanding of where you're going. What do you think? What do you think? God made your feet point in one direction. Think about that. Marty, think about that. Look at your toes. They go in one direction. They go forward. Your feet don't go backwards. You don't walk backwards, do you? 
Because God said, follow your feet. Those footprints in the sand only go in one direction. Don't follow go, your heart. Follow your feet. That's right. Hashtag life according to Follow Freddy. your feet, baby, because your heart will follow. Marnie, hang on. We're going to go to commercial break. Give us a call. Let us know. Do you marry for love, money, companionship, or a business transaction? No, no, love or money. Love or money. Love or money? Give us a call. Steve-O, I would love to hear from you. Give me a holler. But you know what they're going to say on air is different than what you're going to hear in person. It depends if the wife is standing <laughs> next to him. You know, it's like that or the other way around. If you the know? wife is standing next to you, you'd be surprised at what you were here. I love her. I love her. She gone? Money. <laughs> 888-994-4995. Marty, stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are on fire. So let's spread your business like fire. Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Amazon Fire. Contact us today at 866-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with the click of a button. Together, we ignite. The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial Providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here. Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561 931 2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187 and be rejuvenated. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. 
Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. That true? Yeah, we're back. That's an interesting conversation we're having. Everything about this show is from For now love on. Love or to money? Be so we've got Marnie Goldman joining us. She has a show on Tuesday nights at eight thirty called. Yeah. What's it called? True to myself to with Marnie Goldman. So the we posed the question. Yeah. Love or money? I think there's many layers of what it is. Successful women. It's funny. I never thought about being a successful woman until I was one. You think mm-hmm. you're a successful woman? Yeah. yeah. Do you think you're successful, Marnie? Um, I am I am successful for me now, but I am in such awe of Dawn being a woman, being um, just the way she owns it, the way she does her show. I think she is a badass businesswoman that I am in awe of, and I can't wait you know, to learn everything. Yeah, okay, take it easy, Pom Pom. I love you too. Take it easy, Pom Pom lady. You're going to have to cut your answer down to one specific word, and the word is, yeah, Teddy. Where's Teddy? <laughs> Teddy, pick up your mic. Yes. Who is the best? At what, are you the best at what you do? Yes. Valerie, are you the best at what you do? Yes. No room, no gray area. The answer is always yes. And if anybody wants to challenge you on that subject matter, you come down, you have a cup of cafe coffee, and you bring in a bagel. We're going to have some breakfast with that gentleman we're going to be talking about. And you have a conversation because you are the best at what you do. There ain't nobody better because nobody understands you better than yourself. So now you are a successful businesswoman, and you have a daughter. Do you teach your daughter how a successful businesswoman has a little bit more harder than a regular woman? Or is that true, not true? There are so many levels to this. You know now, the younger generation, and we can ask them actually, they go into marriage with separate bank accounts. Is that true, Valerie? You're gonna have your own separate bank account? Pick up your microphone. I don't know yet. I mean, it's been talked about to have a joint and then also a separate. And then why would you have a separate? I don't know, maybe so we can like each do what we want, but then we also have like the same account to pay bills that we pay together. What's yours is mine. No, that's a woman's (laughs) account. But let me ask you, if you wanted to go in one direction and he wanted to go in the opposite direction, would you be brave enough to have that conversation? I think so. Teddy, what about you? Uh, seeing as I'm not engaged, I haven't really spoken to anybody about it. I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> I can name no, name no ring on that finger. You know what I love about Teddy? You and I can sit here having conversations, and she sits the other end, and I can say nothing. And she says, I know that saying nothing, I know that smile. I've got a Jewish mother, too. I know what that smile means. She was saying that in my defense. She knows what it means. Because, because you were yelling at me because, at the time. But I wasn't saying anything. But nothing has to actually come out of your mouth but everyone yet knows what you're thinking. Well, with you, that's easy. Right? With you, it's easy. And with Marnie, it's easy because Marnie lets everything out of her mouth. Yes, I have. I'm just an open book. It's just, yes, I am a chock full of a lot of big bowl of everything. Now, I got a question for Marnie Direct. As your career begins to elevate and escalate, as you are getting more and more noticed by people, do you have to now be careful of what you say? Because it could be taken the wrong way, good, bad, or indifferent. And does it make you more sensitive to what you say? Well, um, I wrote everything in my book. So everything about my entire life, people, places, and situations are all there. 
I had to have thick skin stepping out of my comfort zone to do that. Um, it doesn't bother me. If somebody were to say anything, okay, like I am at that point, truly, that I would not have been able to do the book with real people, real places, all here in South Florida, without having that inner courage, strength, and without that sensitivity of getting to me. Actually, so I very thick skin now. So I learned that in addition to everything else. So you have thick skin now. Okay, that's, a, that's an honest answer. What I don't. about you? <laughs> Let's ask you. I do not have thick skin. You don't? No. You get sensitive and you cry? Yeah, pretty really? much. I actually said to my daughter yesterday, if I told you exactly how I was feeling right now, I would cry. So she was, well, tell me. I oh. said, nope, because I'm going to cry. So I kind of just walked out of the room and I left it at that. I don't get you. Say good morning to Chatterbox. Mr. Chatter Chatterbox is watching. Chatterbox in the house. Mr. Now, Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Huh? She's a successful woman. And she's young. And he's a successful man. Well, I'm talking about women, yes. I'm talking about men. But I've noticed that women are more successful younger. Yeah. I'm 50 plus yeah. over the hill. Marnie just turned 50. Do you know Mrs. Chatterbox? She just turned 40. Yeah, and she's successful. She's young, yeah. And how old is the husband? I don't know. Well, have not called in because we want him on this conversation. Edric, give us a call, 888-994-4995. What's it like to be married to a successful woman? She is incredibly successful. I know. And do you notice that most men, no matter how successful, LeBron James, uh, Brady, all these guys that are married to women, always sort of are a little fearful of the ladies. As they should. Well, I can't fearful. say as they as should be. Fe fearful. Of their mouth. I mean, even notorious killers are afraid of their mothers. <laughs> I mean, what the true. hell is that all about? Why is that? I don't know. Because mom is mom. Okay, so you're not thick, thick skin. I'm not thin. thick skin. Valerie, are you thin skin or are you thick skin? I would say I'm pretty in between. Like, I have my moments where... You're a little pregnant, I see. A little <laughs> pregnant. Uh -huh. A little pregnant doesn't count for this question. You either is or you isn't. I'm in the middle. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Would you say that you are thin-skinned, but you don't want nobody to know it? Maybe. Like there's That's times, an honest answer. There, there's times where I feel like people could walk a little all over me, and then there's times where it's like I, I try to stick to the bone. And there so. you have that. At least she's being honest. Now, Teddy, this is going to be a curveball to you because I think I do know the answer. But what are you, thick skin or thin skin? I have a pretty thick skin. She does. She does. Now, Teddy is going to be is, is, is on a cut above the rest because Teddy is going to be very successful no matter what she gets into because she has to get up and go. This one, too. No, no, I, I'm learning, Valerie. But I can say from the outside looking in that Teddy has... That, that drive, um, and drive is what you need to be successful. I have to tell you what I love about our younger generation of women, and Marnie, you have a young daughter also, I mean, she's 20, right. is their confidence and their ability to say, you know what, there is more than just marrying for love or marrying for money. It is about independence, it is about loving yourself, it is about having a career, and it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship with somebody else, because you know what? You can be you, and you should be able to be happy. And it's different than my generation growing up. I know there's a generation in between. There's like the 30s and 40s for the 20s. Mm -hmm. but yeah, it usually works that way. 20, but I mean, 30, my, you know, but it's like, look at generations. There's a group of younger women, maybe 10, 15 years younger than me, that I think have found their power and their success younger 
than I did. Well, then let's ask the million-dollar question. Because my generation, you got you got married really young. Well, let's ask the million-dollar right? question. Marnie, how old were you when you got married? Twenty-one. 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 I was twenty-two. I was twenty-one also. Yeah. But let me ask a question. Yes. The twenty-year-olds, Valerie, you're in your twenties, right? Do you feel that that you want to be successful? That you're not staying home thinking that when you get married, your husband's going to provide for you? Oh, I'm very much on the no. I need to drive my own path. That's just how I was raised. My dad was always like, "Don't depend on people. You need to have your own way of doing things, and then also have a partner to help you with that." So to have a life, a career before getting married. Teddy, so you feel the same way? Uh, you know. <laughs> If my future husband wants to provide for both of us and he has the means to do it, then I am perfectly happy to stay home and just be cute. You see, now Teddy knows business. She and knows she business, knows. baby. Is that true, Teddy? Teddy, then don't say love over money because that's all business. Well, no, I wouldn't marry someone just because they have the money to do it. I have to love them first. But if it so happens that I marry them and I love them and they happen to you know, be able to provide and do all that, then that's awesome. I'm sorry. If she's not, on Team then... Freddie. She's on business. <laughs> she can color this, <laughs> put some sugar on it. That's business, baby. That's a business mind. I can, I can, you want to kill me? Come here. No problem. Now, I saw yesterday a guy rant. He's a New York City police officer. Rant. And everybody must have seen this on Facebook about what's going on. And he's up to here with it. And he's just ranting and cursing. A lot of people don't listen to it because he cursed, but he, he talked about the truth. He was talking about things the way they are, and that's not the important thing. The important thing on this thing, you have to be honest with what you say. I want to ask JoJo the same question. Tell the call in. JoJo, give us a call. 888-994-4995. I can't wait to put JoJo and Marnie in the same conversation. JoJo, do you marry for love or money? I can't just hear her screaming right now. Wait, the phone's ringing off the hook. JoJo, give now us a call. she's going to say, I'm in the ocean, though, I can't. <laughs> I'm feeding the sharks. I can't call you right now. <laughs> Is that Go-Go with JoJo? Yes. It's Go-Go it. JoJo. JoJo, Go-Go, 888-994-4995. Imagine what her answer would be. And jo JoJo used to be our operator when we were at the, at the other place. Um, and she actually learned how to do the boys. She was one of the first. Yeah. And I sat behind her. It was so funny. Always gave me the EPGPs behind me. But uh, she was, she's original. She's an OG. But I see so many more and more successful, powerful women. And I have to tell you, my mindset has totally changed from when I was 20. Uh, I hope so. I am. Uh, yes. Really, about women and empowerment and business. And my mom always worked. She always had a business. She always did something. But I got married and I didn't. And but your mom worked with your father because he was a successful she did doctor. That too. He had office. But he... my mom owned a hair and nail salon back in On the day. On top of that? Yeah. So she worked oh. with him and had the nail salon? There is really? a, so you wonder where I came from. <laughs> and you ran that office for them for a while. I did that too before I met you. Well, you see, I mean, it's all around you. You know, I used to own a nail salon, Marnie. No. Used, yeah, Tips and Go, it was called. Get your tips and go or something like that. I don't but remember. for me, it's different. It's different when it's yours. It's different when you say, you know what? I'm turning the lights on, and yes, I am paying that power bill, but it's okay because I choose to. Right. And you choose to control. turn them off. 
and then I turn them back yeah, on. Yeah, I, I got to run around here turning things <laughs> on because she... But it's okay because this is what we choose to do. It's not someone saying to me when I was working that retail job, those hangers have to be a finger space between and you need to be cleaning the refrigerator and mopping the floor because it's somebody else's. Yes. Yeah. When it's, it's mine, I do it because it's ours. I hear you. Not because someone said... You need a finger space between those clothes hangers. You know, and I'm going to give you a different philosophy. When I had my nail salon, there were signs all over the Bronx that said, come in and teach Freddie about the nail salon business. I didn't know anything from nails. I didn't know what a nail was. I can't believe you had a nail salon. I did. So you can't do my nails. So people can I didn't do any nails. <laughs> I used to go buy the nails. But my biggest selling point well, women would come in and say, Freddie, you got to do this. And they wanted what they wanted. And I used to hire people that did it. It was a gimmick. You came in and told me how to run my business. And I ran it. And you paid me. And I used to get all types of clip-on nails and colors. And there was a spray gun or some kind of gun that did coloring and stuff. I did all that because people were telling me. Yes. I was an originator in airbrushing. Originator. She's like, I, I, used to, I used to have kids from schools come in to show me the latest and greatest in airbrushing technology. So I used to tell people, well, tell me what you want. Like, everybody has acrylic or the other thing or whatever. Yep. Yep. I used to buy all the ingredients to anything everybody told me to do. And I'm going to tell you, I did it for three years. Made a lot of money. I sold the business. You know, I'm wondering about, about the dip, it. and I always had these questions. I really should stop thinking because when I think about things, then I find these facts of what it is. When people share nail dip, I always wondered, how could that be clean and hygienic? Because you're putting your fingers, everyone's putting the same fingers in the nail dip, only to find yeah. out part of the spread of viruses is through nail salons, not only through the utensils, because now they're sterilized. In my mind, it's through the nail dip. So if you're going to get your nails dipped, Bring your own. Nail dip is now my next well, no, idea. You, you Bring you your just, own supplies. You just have a small You don't need all that dip. The reason they have it is because it's cheaper for the nail salon. But so if you you're, putting, you're putting your finger in, and you're putting your finger in, not only one finger, you're putting in all ten fingers a few times. Don't they do the nail salon have a box where they store your well, utensils? But don't they, they don't have the utensil it. box? You, you have your own um, stuff, and then they do, put it away? Some don't. Well, then don't go to the ones that don't. That's what I'm saying. It opens up back, back, back all I'm up again. I'm thinking we open up a nail salon in here. Have your mother run it. I'll build walls of have your own private stuff. <laughs> oh, I'll be coming live getting my nails and my pedicure. and have a little microphone set up and it's perfect. Perfect. And we'll, put, we'll, do a, we'll do a podcast as you're getting your nails done. So many things to do. Who's your guest tomorrow night, Marnie? Uh, I am so excited. Consumers are not being happy by, well, you choose to be happy or not. Mark Iglars, who has a book out, Be Happy by Choice. If you don't know Mark Iglars, he is a phenomenal criminal defense attorney down here in South Florida. He's been on The View. He, his book, I actually am choosing something that he does. I'm copying you, Mark. He says his book is 100% guaranteed to make you happy. So I started to tell people that's something I guarantee you. My book, which is completely different, will make you happy. But he is such a positive, motivational, you really feel good after you talk to him. And I am so honored he's going to be my guest tomorrow night. So tune in, guys. 8.30. I want to test the system with him. Let's not do what we did last week. Let's test the system. No. Tonight. Can we do it Mark tonight? Mark has been on the 
photo and stuff. He, he will be there at eight o'clock for our sound check. Okay, but I want to okay, test it to, today. Boy, perfect. I know his name. Yeah. You know what name? Eyeglass. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So somebody. Everyone's a somebody, as a matter of fact. Did you know that? Well, there are big somebodies, and then there are regular somebodies. I'm getting bigger and bigger. The more, and I haven't been quarantined. I'm getting bigger and bigger. Don't say this. I tell you, don't bring this up because people are going to laugh. We're getting bigger and bigger. But you know what? Everyone's back on the mend. I hope. I've got so many mixed, mixed feelings about so much of this stuff that we can maybe talk about on the 12 o'clock hour because those of us and those are people that have had the gift of staying open and continuing business, not as usual, but business, it's different than those that have been home. And now schools have been online. Teachers are now finishing up the school year, packing up their classrooms. It makes me cry, actually, because there's really no closure for anybody. And now they go into the summer again, home. So now you've got people that have been home from March through August, not seeing anybody, not going back to work because there's no work to go back to. Schools are closed. It, it makes me sad. It makes How long sad. are teachers home for? Now until August. How At many least months until August. From March, months? six months. Six months, okay. To be isolated. That's so, a long time. Hold on a second. Hold on a segundo. One of the things you have to learn is the word patience, right? So you learn the word patience and you Google it. It's a real word. And the second thing is you do a side hustle for the next six months. You don't sit home. You do something from home. Well, that, that's the next conversation. But so that's maybe what we that's have something to do. we have to work on. We have to let people know. It's not like you're in jail. You can still go to the parks and things of that nature, but if you want to do something for the next six months, you can do it. Artists can be artists. Music people can be music people. You just have to plug into something different. 100%. Marnie, thank you for joining us on this Marnie motiva Hi. Motivation. I can't wait to get you here one day for a show. I know. I'm coming up this week, so I can't wait to see you guys. We'll start social distancing and get involved. Are you going to be wearing that hat? Um, different hat. Which hat? The beret? No, the one you have on now. Um, oh, yeah, I'll wear this hat. Sure. She I looks like a Cuban hat. I'm going to bring my Cuban hat. All right. Marnie, mm -hmm. stay safe. Perfect. You got it. Bye, guys. You. Bye, honey. That's funny. There's a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of mixed emotions on things. Life according to Dawn would be like phew, all over the place. You shouldn't have any mixed emotion. And if you have mixed emotions and you want to cry, I will give you a tissue from my personal box. One blow and go. You know, I never realized I had so many opinions on things until you have I mean, you I've got my opinions have opinions. Oh my, I, and I never get to share you them. But tons cool, of opinions. If I ever and shared them. And the morning show is going to be changing up because we're all going to be doing opinions. We're all going to be doing truth, speak the truth. We want people to call in and participate a little bit more. It's not going to be all about interviews and things of that nature. I'm going to leave that for the midday show. Yeah. I want to have some fun. I want people who, who told me that they were hearing us on their way to work. You know, a lot of people work at 10 o'clock in Florida. Did you know that? Do you know I used to go to work at 1030? Did you know you and I used to go to work at 11? I remember. <laughs> Those were the good old days. <laughs> we used to work from 11 to 2, 11 to 5. Now we're working from 24-7. And if you're on your way to work and you're having that cup of coffee in your car, ah, no more gloom. We're going to talk about different aspects. Authors, love versus money. That's always fun. Love versus money in the first two pages of um, book number two. Now, I'm going to tell you a little secret. This author, when she comes on, the second book, the first two pages, you got to wear mittens. You got to wear baking gloves because it is hot, baby. You got to turn 
those pages with a tongue. A tongue? Yes. Not a thong. No, that's a thong right. will work, too. <laughs> In that to book, it. yeah. It is hot. Have a great morning, everyone. Stay tuned for Small Talk with Valerie Perez at 1030. And then back to 12 o'clock, we got some flowers. And we've got the vice mayor of Fort Lauderdale joining us at 1 o'clock today. What is a vice mayor? We're going to find out. Ooh, check it out. Have a great morning, everyone. Be safe, be kind to each other, and use common sense. And don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time.